good morning ladies i'm sorry i'm dark i'm on the couch and it's a gross day in charlotte so i've got no lighting that's really good um i'm so excited to be here if you've been following along i am alive from surgery because i'm here so it's good to see you if you've got the red live up the top you've got us live. i'm trying to get to a place where i'm lighter but i'm immobile so I can't move too much. Um, I am here if you've got that red live up the top. You've got us live. I just want to start with praising and thanking you all for your prayers and your support and your love. Recovery from my knee surgery is going awesome. And it's good. Little progress each day. Actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it awesome. Um, but I would call it humbling been very humbling so thank you all for praying keep them coming um, I'm back to working out my upper body so that is good I'm going to take it we have an awesome live today it is something that came to me while I was weeding before my surgery so we will get on and talk about that and if you have any prayer requests you can drop an emoji below you can comment what you want um, prayer requests for um, and we will pray over you. We always pray to start. So welcome to all our new members. I know we have, I think about 115 new people from this weekend. So thank you guys for being here. I'm excited to learn and grow alongside of you. And let's get started with our live today. So Father God, thank you so much for bringing us together today. I thank you for another amazing day that we get to wake up and breathe and sometimes father we need to be reminded that the small things are actually the biggest blessings waking up with breath in our lungs uh, so that we can sing your praises waking up with strength in our bodies so we can work throughout the day waking up uh, refreshed waking up at all um, we just thank you so much for these blessings lord i pray that this year um, these women would just know that it is finishing that is just as important as starting. Lord, we are going to dig deep into your word today about finishing the race strong. And a lot of people are starting their health journeys. They're starting to treat their bodies with respect through honoring you. And Lord, I just want to remind these women and speak your word into them that the start is great, but it's how we finish that is even greater. Lord, thank you so much for your goodness, your peace, your love, your grace. Thank you for all the unspoken prayer requests and the prayer requests that are being spoken and typed as we speak. Thank you for using the internet to bring us all together and spreading this podcast, whether live through the Facebook group or on Spotify for your good. Lord, we praise you. We love you. We worship and honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you, ladies, for being here. We're talking about the last 15. And through the prayer I just did, we know that it is about finishing strong. I'd love to know how many of us, it's the third, but it's a Monday, so I know a lot of you ladies were like, I'm starting fresh January 1st, but that's a Saturday, so we're going to wait till Monday, because we're not going to start something new on a Saturday. If you have a resolution or a dedication or a commitment that you've given to yourself to be healthier this year, you can throw a like up or give me, drop me an emoji or let me know what's going on. A lot of people did. 
a lot of people are starting that journey. I think that's a reason there's such an influx into our group, right? A lot of people are going, I am ready to start on my health journey. I am ready for this to get started. That's awesome. And I want to say sometimes starting isn't the hardest part. You're very motivated right now. You're ready to tackle the day. You're ready to get your new shoes on, get your new gym clothes on, hit up the gym, sign up for the gym, hire a personal trainer, do all these things. You're very motivated in the beginning. And this is where my weeding story comes in, okay? So I often, if you don't like me referencing gardening, this might not be the group for you, but I garden a lot. Uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit speak to me so much when I'm quiet and working and just doing my everyday tasks in the yard. Um, and I think that's a lesson all of itself when we're working and doing our things. If we give ourselves that space to be quiet and have that moment, God will speak to us. He wants to speak to us. But I have this part of my yard that is all rocks. And we rocked it over thinking we were going to do something with it. And this is years ago. So the back corner of my yard is, is all rocked over. It's pretty, but it gets a ton of weeds. Even though we put down that weed barrier, even though we spray it and we don't want weeds there, it gets to be a ton. I have neglected this area of my yard for quite some time. And I had to go out and weed it. Like I looked at it and I couldn't take it anymore. And I don't know if you're like this with your health, where you looked at yourself in the mirror one day and you're like, enough's enough. Like, I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of not having energy. I'm tired of this. I'm not honoring the gift that God died to give me this body. I'm not giving the Holy Spirit place to move because I'm tired. I'm sick of it. I have no energy. You might be there too. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of looking at that spot and seeing the weeds overgrown. So I started off super motivated. I was like, Mila, I recruited the kids. It's like, we're trash bags. I'm going to weed the heck out of this thing and get everything out. It was fine in the beginning, right? Like we were picking and then my hands started hurting. My fingers started getting sore. I didn't feel like doing it after an hour. This is how bad it got. It's like, man, it doesn't even look like rocks anymore. Like this is that bad. I need to weed all of this. My fingers hurt. I was breaking nails. Um, I was annoyed. My back hurt. Like all these things. It's like, I'm, I'm done. And the point that that happened, where I started off strong, then I was motivated, then I was in pain and frustrated, then I was like, you know what, it's done, was about 15% left that I had to do. And it occurred to me in this time, most of us women will start really strong on a health journey, right? We'll start really strong on uh, anything, working out, eating healthy this month no problem for you you know what maybe today is no problem for you but tomorrow your fingers start hurting and your mind starts twirling same thing with my yard right i was like oh my gosh this last 15 percent, i don't even want to do it i've come this far it's good enough it's good enough it will be fine and in that moment this live came to my mind and i was like no it's not good enough i need to finish what I started because if I don't finish that 15% of weeds 
guess what's going to happen? They're just going to grow and multiply even faster. And it's going to end to me being back to where I started. How many of us do that with our fitness and our health journeys? We start off strong. You'll be in the gym every day this week. You're like, yes, six o'clock on it. I don't want to wake up, but I am. Ton of people there. It's feeling good. We're working out. And maybe it's by the end of this month for you that you're like, this hurts. My body hurts. I feel like I'm not seeing any results. I'm not all this, all this energy that I'm putting into this. It's not working. It's not working. But you continue to go. You're like, I'm going to give it an, a little bit more time. Now my back is hurting. I don't know how to stretch correctly. I just gung-ho jumped into CrossFit thinking it was for me, even though I haven't completed 15 jumping jacks in my life. Ooh, I'm going to stick it on me. My daughter keeps sticking me. Uh, and I'm thinking this is fine, and it's not. My body is, is breaking down even more. And I'm exhausted, and I'm tired. You know what? Enough's enough. That might not even be this week for you or this month for you. It could be tomorrow for you. You could start off today strong and then go, ah, this clearly, this clearly isn't for me. It is for you. And there, unlike with my garden bed, where I have an instant result that day of two and a half hours of weeding and plucking, all this stuff that I neglected for years, months, I'll go with months. This stuff that I've neglected for months that has grown up, it took me two or three hours to clear it all up and I wanted to quit, but I didn't and I persevered to the end. Mainly, I will tell you, only for this life, <laughs> only for this podcast, only for this, but I was like, you know what? I need to lead by example. I am not just going to quit on what I started to quit on what I need to get finished. Mind you, I was doing this on Tuesday and my surgery was Wednesday. So I really didn't have a choice. I couldn't come back and finish it. Um, I don't know if any of you are like that last minute people. I work best under pressure. Um, I know it's not healthy. It's probably really bad for my heart, but procrastination, I use it for my, my good sometimes. So if you are also a procrastinator, it's okay, you just gotta tweak how you do some things and you can make it for your good too. If you're highly motivated, which I am, and I make everything into a competition. So I was like, I've gotta get this done. Last minute, now or never, like the weeds are gonna get done or not. We have to be like that with our faith and our fitness too. If you've neglected to be in the word all last year and you've committed to reading the Bible in a year this year, that's a big commitment. That's more than just one verse a day and meditating over it and moving it. That's five times more than you've been doing, right? Because you need to read at least 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of your Bible every day to get through it in a year. And I'll challenge you, are you trying to just get through it for the year or are you really trying to meditate on it? Are you just reading the words real quick to get through it? Or are you trying to understand what God's speaking to you through the scriptures? Two different things. But if you go from zero to Bible in a year, you're gonna get worn out, you're gonna feel defeated, stressed, like you don't have enough time. You didn't plan out your time beforehand anyways of when this is really going to happen. When do I have 
20 minutes to dedicate to being quiet and with the Lord? Is it in the morning? Is it in the night? Are you just winging it as you go? Don't just wing it. I know I just said procrastination is, is something I do, which it is, with weeding, you know, and with yard work and with housework sometimes. That's what I procrastinate on. I don't do that with my meal prep. I don't do that with my exercise. And I don't do that with my time with the Lord. I know when it's going to happen. And the only reason I've been able to figure this out is years and years of trial and error. Just because you say I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. to work out and then it doesn't work doesn't mean working out isn't for you. It just means 6 a.m. isn't for you. You can move it to somewhere else. Just because prepping all your meals on one day on Sunday for five hours doesn't work doesn't mean meal prepping's for you. That version of meal prepping isn't for you. There's something else you can do. You can prep right now for lunch and that's meal prepping. You could prep right now for tomorrow's dinner. That's meal prepping. It doesn't have to be this big thing. And just because you, saw, you said, oh, I'm gonna read the Bible, and then you find time randomly in the middle of the day, in the middle of work, when kids are crazy, or you think it's gonna be calm, but it's not, and that time didn't work, doesn't mean the plan you chose isn't bad. It just means the time you chose to do it isn't working and that's okay this year I want you to know it's okay to pivot the goal you set for yourself isn't the problem it's the plan you laid for the goal to get accomplished you can pivot from 6 a.m. workouts I've pivoted I am laid up uh, no word of a lie I will show you all like this is my my setup my leg is all the way bandaged up to my as high as as high as your upper thigh can go i'm working on a pillow um this isn't where i go live normally my lighting is horrible it doesn't mean i'm not meant to have this podcast it also isn't meant that i'm not supposed to work out because my leg is hurt but like my arms still move and my core still works you know what would be really easy is to say that this is going this is my setback I can't work out anymore I can't get to the gym like I, I can't even get into my gym I have a walker <laughs> yo like it hurts me to get into my gym in my house really easy to say yeah this is just my season of not working out and I don't have the time I'm not gonna go live I'm not on my normal setup Things aren't going to sound right. Facebook hates me anyways. It does. I can't go live on Facebook anymore. I have to go live from my phone. I'm just going to take this season off and not do anything. Real easy. I want you to think as you're working out and you're on the treadmill, I would be, I'd kill. I, I wouldn't kill. I am so craving to be running, right? I'm craving to be working out my leg. I'm going to be posting little videos of what I'm doing with my knee and I can just like hardly bend it not even a week out from surgery I would do anything to do leg lifts again or walk on the treadmill or just get to my parents house or take a shower and not have it take 45 minutes to try and meander going upstairs or anything like that these small things that we take for granted 
I'm, I'm anxious to do. I want you to give blessing as you go through your workout. I'm able to move my body. It might not be how you want to move your body at the end of the year, but you're moving your body. I'm thankful I'm able to praise God in a country that unless you're listening somewhere where you're not. And let's be real, there's a lot of places around the world that you cannot openly worship and get on your knees and lift your hands and praise Jesus. I'm thankful I'm able to I'm able to do that openly without persecution. Yeah, people's opinions. But without personal persecution right I'm thankful I'm able to work my upper body and I will tell you if you have a lower body injury or an upper body injury it's very frustrating I've had so shoulder surgery now I've got my knee but it's frustrating and you're like well I can't do anything no you can you have to rework your mindset and that's what I want you to do this year more than anything you can Stop telling yourself you don't have time. You do. We all have the same 24 hours. Stop telling yourself this isn't meant for you. It is. Movement and being healthy and eating the right foods that God put here for you. Not warped, man-made, whatever, you know, McDonald's is or whatever fast food is. I don't even know some of the ingredients that are put in there. Real foods put on this earth. For you to eat, you are meant to eat that way. You do have time. You do have the energy. You do have the capabilities. Is it how you think it should look? Probably not. No one starts the race at the finish line. You're going to have some things you need to pivot through this year. Welcome the pivot. Back to finishing strong. So, I started my weeding. It went great. Then I thought I'd done enough and I was done. And we all get there on our weight loss journey. We think, I've done enough. I've been doing this for six months. I'm all, I'm all set. I really want to just eat what I want to eat and do what I want to do. I've done enough. I've done enough. Bad habits creep in so quickly when we give power to that mindset. Of, I've already done enough. I'm just going to X, Y, or Z. If you have the ability and the willpower, which is built over years, to just go and indulge every once in a while, go for it. Enjoy it. Have fun. Enjoy yourself for a night. And start back up tomorrow without the guilt, without the resentment. That is a really difficult place to get to for women. We indulge. We feel great in the moment. And then we feel guilty afterwards. And we way backtrack more than we should have. Wake up the next day, it's okay. It's okay, just start over. But if you're not there yet, you need to stay in your safety boundaries of, I'm gonna stick in this. I'm gonna stick this out, this, this healthy lifestyle, I'm gonna stick through it. I'm not gonna surround myself with the people who are trying to drag me back to where I was. I'm not gonna hang out as much at fast food restaurants I'm not going to do the things that I used to do as much so that my willpower can grow, my boundaries can be set, and when I'm tempted or I want to expand those boundaries a little, I know that I can get back on track. The last 15 is where we stop. We just like throw caution to the air that everything we've done, 
I don't know, how long does your typical fad diet work? A few months? You know, everything you've done the last few months, it doesn't matter anymore. It, it doesn't matter because you want your life back. You want your freedoms back. You want to enjoy the things that were killing you in the first place back. Same thing as the Israelites. I mention them every time. They're like my spirit people, I think. I relate so much to them. Like, yes, we're out of bondage. I'm not going to be treating my body like crap anymore. I'm going to eat healthy, good foods. And then you do it for a while and you're like, you know what? I really miss fast food. My fingers hurt from chopping all these veggies. Not a fan. Um, I'm wasting time exercising or doing whatever else it is that, that you're wasting time on. And you want to go back. As women, we don't just go back like a little bit at a time. Maybe you do. Most women I talk to don't. We go back full force. Like we're running back to Egypt. Like, no, we're going all out. We have these binge sessions that we black out on. And then we're like, well, I guess that what I was doing, healthy eating, wasn't for me because look at where I am now. Look at what happened to me. I just, I can't help myself. How many times is the devil going to tempt you today? A lot. He may already have tempted you. Like, I've already lost my temper on my kids. <laughs> like, it's already been a morning. This is a very tempting season for me to just throw in the towel and not do anything. Very easily, as a personal trainer, go, eh, it's just not the time and that's the enemy working my my brain I tried I tried eating healthy on Saturday it didn't work out I tried again Sunday but we did things after church and you know it's just not it's not the time it is the time we're allowing thoughts in our head to pull us back we're allowing the enemy to work our thoughts so much to warp the words that God has given us in the Bible to pull us back I'm allowing the thoughts of weeds to hold me back from finishing what I started too. I didn't want to finish. Enough's enough. But guess what? It's not. I have to finish that so that I can maintain it and keep it up easier over the rest of this year because I tackled it and did the hard work now. It is going to be hard work starting your journey. It's going to be harder finishing it. So what does the Bible say about finishing strong? Or finishing to the end. God knew it wasn't the beginning that's going to be hard. New Christians, you see them, you know them. They're like posting a ton. In church, they're the ones that are like, we're serving. We'll baptize people. We'll do whatever you want. Just sign me up for everything. All the things. That's us on our health journey too. God knew it wasn't the beginning. That's the problem. It's not starting. That's hard. It's not. Starting is actually the easy part. So if you're at a point where you're like, oh, starting is hard, I'm going to encourage you to dive into your why you're trying to get healthy, why you're trying to hit this goal. Because typically, if you've got a good goal, I want to read the Bible in a year. I want to finish. I want to fuel myself with his word. I want to exercise more. I want to do more cardio for my heart. Heart problems run in my family. Great reason to start. I want to exercise more because depression and anxiety run in my family. 
and I was told that this is going going to help me. Great reason to start. I want to go to the gym for four hours each day because I want to be a size two. That's not going to sustain you. It's it's not going it's not going to sustain you. So when your when your goal is right, starting is easy. Does anyone know like a fresh new Christian, someone who just gave their their life to Christ, and they're like, we've got the Bible scriptures, we've we've got this, we've we've got all of that, and then a seasoned Christians are like, oh, I've stopped doing, I've stopped doing a lot of that. Okay, I want to keep that energy of the fresh start throughout my journey. It doesn't have to be all or nothing today, or yesterday, or the day before. It doesn't have to be four hours in the gym. It doesn't have to be reading the entire Bible this week. It doesn't have to be exercising until you've hurt yourself. Like too much of a good thing isn't a good thing either. It doesn't have to be meal prepping for your entire month today. That's exhausting. It doesn't sound like fun at all. But starting is typically easy. How do we pace that so that we have endurance for the end? Probler, uh, Proverbs. Proverbs 4, 25 through 26 says, Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. This is big in the beginning. You're looking to a future self, right? You're looking to a future you that you have hope for, that you have hope that your kids aren't going to be struggling with this, that your daughters aren't going to struggle with what you are, that your sons aren't going to treat their wives in a way that make them feel here, but empowers them up, right? You don't have to look back. We need to look forward and be focused on the goal that we're working towards. You're going to have mountains and valleys. There's going to be good days and bad days. There are going to be days you set out to work out and you're not going to and it doesn't make you a failure. It makes the day crazy and you can just start back up tomorrow. There are going to be days that you have to eat foods that you don't really particularly want to, or feed your kids things that you didn't particularly set out to feed your kids, but it's okay. It's a day, not a habit. Don't let one day throw you right back to the past. Look forward, right straight before you, not decades out, just straight before you. If you've allowed me to coach you, and and um, personal train you. You know, when I'm telling you to balance and I'm telling you to focus on something, typically I tell you to look three feet ahead of you. And there's a little tip for you too. Also, if you're standing on one leg and you hold your opposite ear, you'll balance much better. But I'll typically tell you to look three feet ahead. Look three feet ahead, cast your eyes there, pick your spot and focus on that while we're balancing or while you're reverse lunging or while you're sidestepping, keep your focus on that spot three feet ahead of you, not too far, not too close. You can't do it looking straight down at where you're at. You have to look slightly forward, but not, you know, to next Tuesday. You need to look slightly forward. Do that with your health journey too. Where am I going to be three feet from now? What can I do in this three feet to be a little better for the next three feet? Not what can I do today that's going to transform me right now so that I'm better three years from now. What can I do with this three feet, with this little space in front of me? 
Just look right before you. Where is your next step? Where is your foot going to land? Where is your next move? What's your next decision? It doesn't have to be the next nine decisions you're going to have to make. You don't have to get so overwhelmed right now with food prepping, how you envision it to be five years from now, and bento boxes, and all these different food containers, and beautiful... My son's like, I don't want a bento box. It doesn't have to be that. It can be wrapped in tinfoil or thrown in a plastic bag for your crock pot or your Instapot that night. That's your next step. My next step, where am I thinking? All right, I have to move. Where am I going to move? One foot forward. One foot forward. I love this about Proverbs in this same scripture. Ponder the path of your feet. Then all your ways will be sure. Ponder the path of your feet, not to the end of the race, not to what's behind you. Your feet should be moving forward. Even when we feel like we're going backwards, ladies, we are moving forward. These backwards moments are making our steps forward stronger. I cannot gain you muscle without increasing the resistance against you. So when I'm telling you to bicep curl, we can start here. That's fine. But you're going to have to put a weight in your hand soon. You're going to have to increase the weight. You're going to have to overcome some stuff. So think about it that way. When these negative mindsets come, the steps forward are much harder. It's growing my step forward strength. It's growing my ability to overcome. When obstacles come my way, how I respond is what's important. We can't stop what people say about us. We can't stop what people do against us. We can't, I can't make my kids do my homework right now, right? It's hard getting back into the swing of things. We've been off for two weeks. They don't want to go back into schoolwork. I get it. But that grows your strength for the momentum. You don't just start off running. You start off with one step, and then you get a walk, and then you get a jog, and then you get a run, and then you get a sprint. Keep filling up on the small steps that you're taking in each day because that's going to sustain you to the end. Your health doesn't have an end point. Our faith, our end point is heaven. We're not like, read the Bible, getting into heaven first. I can quote all the scriptures, getting into heaven first. No, you believe in Jesus, that he died on the cross, that he took your sins. That's getting you in. All this other stuff that you're trying to measure yourself against other people with don't matter. That's, that's the religion side. You starting your health journey and saying, oh, I, I only did five minutes on the elliptical today, but look at her. She's doing all of this. She's definitely more healthy. You can be skinny fat too. And why? Don't compare your five-minute success against someone else's 30-minute success. That could be a success for her. We don't know each other's walk. It's okay. Isaiah 46.4, I love to. Even in your old age, I am he. And to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. I will carry and I will save. Lean into him in your next steps forward. Lean into him as you're food prepping. Give praise as you're exercising, 
Give praise as you're pulling weeds. Don't just stop because you think you've come far enough. We wouldn't do that with our faith. I wouldn't do that with my kids' homework either, right? Would you? You're like, well, you've done 75% of it, so you're good now. I guess you can, you know, just continue on. We'd be like, no, you need to finish what you started today. My weeds needed to be finished so that I can maintain them now. <laughs> guess what? Once you hit your goal, what then? You need to maintain after that. All right, you've read the Bible. Are you just going to stop? reading the Bible now because that was your goal to get through it in a year? Are you just going to stop or are you going to maintain? Do you have a plan in place for after you finish your Bible? Do you have a plan in place for after you hit your health goals, for after you hit your weight goals, for after you've mastered some nutrition thing? It doesn't stop. It just continues on a different level. There is nothing that's impossible for God. The problem is our minds and the enemy work here and we start thinking that we're it's not for us we think those blessings are for other people and we're watching other people do it we're watch, watching other people achieve things that they set out to but we just think mm, it's not for us food prepping not for me vegetables not for me <laughs> I hear that all the time vegetables are not for me no they legit were put on this earth for you to eat. That's in Genesis, right? Very first thing. No, they are your fuel. We're supposed to eat them. God gave them to fuel us. There are ailments that can be cured from eating the right vegetables. But we're like, eh, it's not for me, it's for them. Philippians 1.6, the most famous one, right? About finishing your race strong. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. This isn't at the day you hit your weight goals. This isn't at the day you finish weeding and it's done. This isn't at the day of your new pants size. You're getting into it and you're there. He will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. We have to keep persevering forwards through the hard times beating things in our mind allowing what comes against us to strengthen us as we work forward press on Philippians 3 13 14 press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God is Jesus Christ forget what lies lie behind you forget what lies are trying to attack you in here Forget that this isn't meant for you, that you're just not healthy, that your family has been like this for generations, that obesity just runs in your family, that high cholesterol is just who you are, that high blood pressure is just what it is, that, oh, I see it in my kids now. Look, it's generational. We just don't know how to eat healthy. We just don't. Forget those lies and strain forward to what lies ahead. God doesn't tell you to just fall forward. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. That takes work. That takes effort. So if you're in the season of starting and you're so gung-ho and you're really happy, just like I was weeding, I was like, these weeds are going to be done <laughs> and out of my bed and gone forever. They're not. They're going to be back. I have a plan in place to maintain them, to say, all right, once a month now, 
I'm going to go pluck these things out. I have to start small. I can't do it every week. That's not me. Once a month, I'm going to pluck these things out. And I'm not going to deal with eight months of weed anymore. I'm going to deal with one month. Know your expectations. Know who you are. Don't just set a goal because someone else set a goal. Right? Know where you're at. Yeah, someone else's goal could be to weed their garden every day. I don't get that time. Set your goal according to you. And it's okay if it looks a little messy and it doesn't look clear. But strain forward. If it comes with ease, that's great. Enjoy that mountaintop moment because eventually it's going to come with some resistance. And know that that resistance is normal. Know your mindset is going to try to tell you that you don't need to be at the gym today. <laughs> know that your mindset is going to tell you that it's just one meal. When you're building your foundation, just one meal can derail. Right? We have to set up those healthy boundaries before we say we have food freedom. You don't just jump into food freedom. You have healthy boundaries first. And strain forward. Just because resistance is coming at you doesn't mean it's not for you. It's growing you stronger. And hold fast. Hebrews 10.23 Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Hold fast to your goal. Set it. Make it visible. It's on my fridge. I have a sticky note on there. My goal's there. I've been in the health field since I was 16. I am 37. I still have to post my goals. That doesn't change. The foundation doesn't change. The struggles are, aren't any different for me than from your struggles. I've just overcome them a few more times. That's where your strength comes from. Don't waver. Hold on to it. Put it as your screensaver. Put it as your background on your computer. Put it anywhere you want and go this is why I'm doing this this is what I'm working for so if you're having trouble and you always start something but then you always quit and you're stuck on that last 15 you might need to restart I know that sounds really horrible but you might have to restart because if I quit at the last 15% of those weeds guess what they're all gonna come back because I gave up I gave up on them. I thought I did enough. That it was going to be fine. That it wasn't going to matter. That it is what it is. They're going to come back and I'm going to have to start over. From ground zero with all of those weeds. Right? You might have to and that's okay. Because you're going to learn something different each time you start back up. You're going to learn something different each time a challenge comes your way. You may have to reset up those boundaries for a little bit. And that's okay. You'll get back to your food freedom. But we stop moving forward when we think we've done enough. When we think it's, it's enough, it's fine. This satisfies me for now. Keep moving forward. Attack that last 15 and say, all right, I've got to restart some things and it's okay. You can count your trials as joy. Why? Because the Bible tells me so. I can choose to let my knee bring me down to a very, very dark place. Or I can find joy that I got a cardio workout in by just punching things with my little weights. 
I was so surprised this morning. I was like, dang, my heart rate got way up. I sat. I didn't move my body besides my arms, my upper body. I had to go, me logos, yeah, I saw you. I had to go back to my beginning days of kickboxing, which is my first thing I ever taught, my first love of fitness. And I was like, all right, I've got to go back to things that I recall way back when and go, no, there are things I can do. I remember that punching is a cardio workout and I don't need to stand for it. I can do it sitting down. I can remember that I can work my core like this and get a good workout in. I remember and recall these things that I can do. The past isn't always bad. We sometimes have to go back to get stronger forward. Vanessa, you're my girl. Love me some kickboxing. I don't do it anymore. I've moved on to jujitsu, hence my knee popping. <laughs> but James 1, 2 through 4, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, various kinds. There will be trials against your health, your weight, your mindset, your faith, your family, your relationships, your friendships, your finances. There are going to be trials that come into your life, and what we do with them matters. Count it all joy, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Are we going to say the testing proves failure? The testing proves stopping? The testing proves being squished? The testing produces stomped, flat, not ro risen pancakes? No! Steadfastness. Be steadfast. Keep pushing forward. And he continues on, let that steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. Steadfast. You're going to have to be steadfast. You're going to have to be unwavering. You're going to have to be committed more than just surface level, more than just pant level, size level, more than just weight number level. You're going to have to be committed, devoted, loyal, faithful. Are you that heading into your goals right now for your health? Are you that, that when it comes against you, that there's a bunch of temptations that you're just going to go away? Steadfast, the synonyms, dependable, dedicated, devoted, committed, faithful, loyal. Will you be unwavering? towards growing in your faith and your health, knowing that Jesus died on a cross to put the Holy Spirit who lives in us to treat it with respect. Or are we going to be treating it with, with what the world does? With death. With no respect. With no concern. Not dependable. One week I'm on a diet, one week I'm not. One week I'm committed, one week I'm not. One week I'm really good at the gym, one week I'm not. God calls us to be steadfast. Can you commit to being steadfast? Not running the race and completing it right now, but just taking one step because you have a firm belief on what you're working towards. Can we be steadfast this year? Not just goal-oriented, not just number oriented 
but steadfast in our health and in our faith and in our mindset that when things come against us, we go, good. I'm going to look one step ahead. What am I going to do with this? I'm going to think before I speak. I'm going to process this, not on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, and I'm going to move one step ahead, three feet in front of you. One step. What's your next step? So I hope this was encouraging. I um, am still going to ask you to work out for me, and I'm still going to ask you to make bread this year. If you haven't watched Rest or Listen to Rest from the last week's podcast, please do. That's my challenge for everyone in the group to make bread from hand and see the process that goes into it to know that things need to rest and then you need to work and then you need to rest and then you need to work. You need to work out. You also need to rest. That was last week's. But let's be steadfast this year in our goals. Let's write them out. Let's see what we're going to do. Let's commit to moving three feet forward each day. And if we move two feet back one day, it's okay because we're still forward one. It's okay to move back sometimes, but keep moving one step forward. Be that constant, faithful, loyal, devoted, dedicated child of God that you are, not only in your faith, but also in your health. Ladies, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hopping on to today's live. If you want more information on how I coach clients to work this into their everyday, it takes time. It takes dedication. It takes discipline. It's not always there. Sometimes you need someone on your side saying, help me. If that's for you, I'm going to have you comment steadfast below. I'll just reach out to you on a message. Sometimes we're a great fit to work together. Sometimes we're not, and that's okay too, but I've got 21 years of contacts that I can go, I'm not a good fit, but someone else is. Let's get you set up with them. You need a coach going into this. If you need someone on your side, if you need help building up your strength, you need to lean on someone else for a little bit. I've got to lean on crutches. I've got to lean on a walker. It's okay for a little bit. Let's get you started in a steadfast way. Not on a race to 30 pounds in 30 days kind of way. A steadfast way that we can keep that off for 30 years and we can know what to do. You can comment steadfast below. We'll start up a conversation see if um, my style of coaching matches what you need right now and we can work forward from there. Ladies, have an awesome Monday. Happy New Year. I'm so excited to be back with you and I'll be chatting with you soon. Bye, everybody.